Hi, it's Cassidy. And April. We are fashion historians and co-hosts of Dress the History of Fashion, a podcast where we explore the who, what, when of why we wear. Fashion history is about so much more than just pretty clothes. Sure, we're going behind the scenes of an exhibition on the famed Christian Dior. But we will also be learning all about a host of other fascinating topics, such as the fashions of early American suffragettes. Listen and follow on the iHeartRadio app or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Incredible Health with Dr. David Vitko. Hello, my good friends in health, and a great, great morning to you all. You are listening to Enjoy Incredible Health with me, your host, Dr. David Vitko. I'm a chiropractic physician with over 30 years' experience helping your loved ones, friends, and neighbors find solutions to their most troublesome health issues, and there's a bunch of them out there, let me tell you. So if you need a good chiropractic physician, my office has been at Columbiana for 33 years, and we've had the same phone number for 33 years. So if you happen to have a 30-year-old phone book, look me up in there, and the number is still the same. But my number is 330-482-9550. That's 482-9550. Call anytime. Leave a message. We'll get back to you. Uh, We're in Monday through Friday, basically. So it's great to be back. I was not here last week. And if you were here last week, I assume you noticed it was not a live show. I had a really important event to attend out of town, and I'm going to share some things about that with you today. And I uh, hope you'll be patient with me. I'm going to gloat a little bit. So, But uh, perhaps um, I should have told you maybe that I wasn't going to be in last week ahead of time. But, you know, I really didn't want you to miss the show. I I think it's so important to hear this information regularly to help you adopt these health changes and to make it second nature for you. This is really what it took for me to reach a higher level of health, like persistently hearing the message and adapting it to your life to make it a daily habit. That's what I did. And, you know, I believe we all function kind of in the same way psychologically. And uh, matter of fact, I, this is kind of exciting, was very exciting to me. I have a great guest coming up on May 19th. You don't want to miss that show. Uh, it's a guy, uh, a gentleman who has tremendous success helping patients lose weight. And uh, he is just really a phenomenal guy. I called him up just to talk to him a little bit before I invited him on the show. And we ended up speaking with each other for an hour and a half and uh, really hit it off. I, I really love the guy. And uh, we're going to have a great show on May 19th. And he's going to help a lot of people uh, with the psychology end of weight loss and health and things like that. So it's going to be a, a, a great show. And his name is William Anderson. And uh, you may want to look him up on the Internet, William Anderson. And he's from uh, Sarasota, Florida. Great gentleman. Going to be a good show. Anyway, so it took a lot of effort for me to get to my understanding of health to where it's become second nature. And you'll see how this all fits in with this event I was at this past weekend and how I was able to manage, you know, how I ate on the trip and stayed healthy and really didn't gain much in the way of weight, even though, yeah, it was kind of almost sort of a vacation, not really, but um, but I'm going to get into that in a little bit. But I, I hope you enjoyed the replay of Dr. Gabe Merkin's interview. I 
that was the interview that I did with him on this show, and I really enjoyed that. And you know, I've really enjoyed all the gentlemen that I've interviewed: uh, Dr. Katz, Dr. McDougal, Jamie Brinkus, um, and Mark Huberman. I, I've had some great guests so far, and I'm really excited about having more great guests on in the future. I actually have a list of about 12 people that I'm looking at right now, some with names you've never, ever heard, but these are people who have significant things to bring to the table for us to get a better understanding of health, how we can become healthy, and how we can make that fit into our lives and adapt our lives to a slightly different way of eating and a different lifestyle that is going to promote lifelong health, not just a a short uh, blurb, you know, where you're just healthy for a little, you feel really good for a little while, and then you fall into your old habits. That doesn't work. It's never worked. And it's why the estimate is that very soon, one of every three Americans will have diabetes. And uh, it's sad. And our obesity levels are through the roof in this country, and we really need to get a grip on it. So uh, last week, um, you know, I, I mentioned to you, well, you know, I had this really important thing that I did this last week. And, I, you know, I I don't want to make a huge deal out of it, but I want to tell you about it because it was very important to me. And you all, I feel, are my friends, much like my patients. I know maybe that's not an, a good thing to do practice-wise, to feel like your patients are your friends, but I can't help it. It's my personality. I love everybody. I love my patients. And uh, and you, my listeners. And so I want to share this with you. Hopefully you'll take something away from it of value besides uh, hearing me um, brag just a little bit. But anyway, you know, a couple of weeks ago I heard Rush Limbaugh missed one of his shows for a super top secret event of huge importance. And he made a big deal out of it. And as it turned out, he was playing golf with President Trump. Well, la-ti-da, you know. I mean, yeah, that would be great. But my event was way more important than that. I was attending my daughter's wedding in Florida, and uh, fantastic event. And I wouldn't have traded that for golf with President Trump for anything, even though I respect the guy. But uh, I hope you don't mind me taking a few minutes here today. I know many of you heard uh, my daughter Kelly and Ned get engaged on live back on my show in, I think it was August 12th. Yeah, August 12th, 2018. And uh, I had a tremendous amount of great feedback from that show. Uh, by the way, if you want to hear that show again or any of my shows, you can go to my new website, drvitkohealth.com. That's D-R-V-I-T-K-O-Health.com. And you can hear any of my podcasts on there. Any of the shows that we've done in the past are saved as a podcast. And you can listen to them commercial-free, basically, unless it was somebody I was promoting uh, personally. But uh, you can hear it uh, commercial-free, and uh, so you can get through an hour show in like 40 minutes. And, you know, I hope you find value in that. Again, you need to immerse yourself in this knowledge and this way of thinking in order to bring yourself to a higher level of health. I honestly believe that. And that's what it's going to take if we're going to improve America's health, you know, Well, really, the health of the world is my goal, so I humbly submit to you that I'm going after the world. So I want to spread my message of hope as far and wide as I can. 
My young friend in the studio here, my producer Jake Capizzuto, is helping me to get my podcast and my message spread over many different sites. So if you go to my website at drvitcohealth.com, you'll see that you could listen to my podcast now on uh, Apple, on Spotify, on Google Play, iHeartMedia, and a bunch of other ones that I'm not even sure what Jake's up to spreading this around, but (laughs) I like what he's doing. And, you know, it's tough to teach a dinosaur to work on the Internet. And so, you know, or what do they say? Tough to teach an old dog new tricks. I'm working really hard at this, folks. I... I spent about two hours last night putting together an article to put on my website and post it for all of you. And I was going to tell you, go look at it today. You Go look at it later today. It's a great article. I had it on there, and I thought I saved it. And have you ever done this? And then you get away from the computer, and you come back, and, well, it wasn't there. Well, where did it go? I have no clue. You know, these people that design these programs, they all talk about things being intuitive. In other words, we can just kind of figure it out on our own. It's not that way for me. I don't know. Maybe I have some kind of learning disability when it comes to computers, but I still struggle with that. But I will get that article on there, and if you go to drvitcohealth.com, you'll be able to see it later today. And a couple other things that I'll I'll mention to you here in a little bit. So uh, I'm not going to give up. I really want this message to go far and wide, and There were some things, some discussions I had with people at my daughter's wedding that really thrilled me and helped me feel good about what I'm doing. And uh, I'll mention that in just a minute. But So it was August 12th last year that Kelly and Ned became engaged on my show. Well, last Saturday, April 27th, Kelly and Ned were married, really, in an incredibly beautiful outdoor ceremony in Florida. It was along a wide section of the intercoastal waterway. Uh, basically, it was at a fishing club that is more of a yacht club, I think, there. But really a beautiful setting on the lawn. We had fabulous weather. Everybody was nervous because the whole week before, the weather was dicey, and it rained almost every day. And they were calling for a 60 or 70% chance of rain on her wedding day. But as it turned out, it was sunny, beautiful, 82 degrees, and we didn't see any rain for the whole trip we were down there. So, uh, and we left on Thursday, went down on Thursday, and came back on Monday. So, uh, we really truly were blessed. It was a great event. And uh, I know I'm slightly biased here, folks, but it really was one of the most beautiful weddings I've ever been privileged to attend. You know, of course, I had a front row seat for it as well. And, you know, like most guys, and you guys out there, I know you can empathize with this. I, I don't particularly care for weddings, and um, it's not like I get all excited when, hey, there's a wedding coming up, you know, and all the girls definitely do. But, but you know, between you and I, for some reason, weddings make me tear up, even when it's people I really don't know that well. And I'm not sure exactly where that comes from. Uh, but, you know, Kelly, my daughter Kelly was absolutely stunning in her wedding gown, and Ned was, of course, very handsome. And the only time I cried was when I first saw Kelly in her wedding dress. I managed to keep it together walking her down the aisle and all through the ceremony. I even kept my composure during the five-minute speech that I did at the reception. And uh, But, you know, a lot of my patients knew about the wedding ahead of time, and I want to thank you all for your patience during my absence and all your good wishes. I already shared pictures with many of you or showed you pictures, and I haven't decided for sure 
But And I think I'm going to post a couple of pictures on my show's website at drvitcohealth.com. So check back a few times this week if you want to see them. I'll probably only leave them up for this week as I really want the website to be about health, not my personal life. But Kelly and Ned did get engaged on my show on actually the second show that I ever did live on Sunday. So uh, it's kind of monumental, I think, and uh, I guess it would be appropriate for a short run uh, to put some photos on there. So uh, that was exciting, you know. It, it really was an exciting week, and it's it's tough getting back into the swing here. But one other touchy-feely thought I have here. You know, there really are truly very few events in life more moving than the births of your children. It's a memory that stays with you for a lifetime. I will never forget both of my children being born. You parents know what I'm talking about. So Recently, you know, I discovered another powerful moment, and that is in the moment when your daughter meets the man she wants to spend her life with. It's an amazing feeling when you figure out deep in your heart that this is the man that will love and care for your daughter as much as her parents did. It's a really good feeling. And uh, I have to say that Ned is a gem, and Kelly and Ned, I think, were made for each other, and they're going to have a long, happy life together. One last thing about the wedding, and that is Ned and Kelly's friends and families are the nicest, kindest, most loving people I've ever met. I I can't say enough about them. I I really had no idea what to expect because there were people at this wedding from New York City, Switzerland, Africa, California, Ohio, Florida, and everywhere in between. It It had to have been the most diverse geographically diverse group that I've ever been around. And I had opportunities to speak with many of those people. I I made the rounds, and it was really enjoyable. And, you know, one of the things that was most motivating and stimulating to me in talking with these people, besides the wedding events and my daughter's marriage, but was the fact that so many of these people told me they actually listen to the show every Sunday or that they listen to the podcast or that they get my newsletter and they're very excited about it. And for some people that it's made significant changes in their health. And to me, that is amazing. You know, and it speaks to the ability to reach so many people. And it just made me come back and want to redouble my efforts to reach out more and to do whatever I can to get this message out to help everyone become healthy. Yeah, I know there are other doctors doing this. Everybody has a slightly different approach. Um, you know, like uh, William Anderson is coming on on the 19th. His He leans more toward the psychology end of it, which I understand is critical. I, I use this with my patients to help motivate them. Uh, and then there are doctors who, oh, like myself, I'm more in the scientific end. I like to prove what is actually happening in the body when you improve your diet. Because there are profound things that happen in your body that promote long-term health if you just stick with it. Not short-term, but long-term. And then there are other doctors, you know, like Katz, who reaches a lot of people out there every day, basically. I see his uh, posts on LinkedIn every day, and, and uh, you know, he reaches a lot of people. He's got a, he's got a message that includes, you know, uh, health and nutrition and climate change and everything else you know, under the sun, and and that's great. But I like to focus on the health end because, in my opinion, if we all ate healthier, if we all ate the foods we were designed to eat, 
then the other things will take care of themselves. And and I think it's pretty self-evident when you really look into it. And we'll talk more about that uh, on future shows. But all, of all these people at the wedding, just such a diverse group. And there were wealthy people and there were people who were not so wealthy. And there were very few people. There were a few that I didn't get a chance to speak with simply because I couldn't get to everybody in the time we had. But every conversation I had made me feel good deep down inside. I felt more love at that wedding than at any event in my life. And I'm sure Ned and Kelly and everyone else who attended felt that same thing. It, it was palpable. It truly was. So one more thing about the relatives, you know, my relatives on both sides. You know, we've heard the saying, you can't pick your relatives. Well, I couldn't have picked any better if I tried. So a lot of people don't like their relatives. We are blessed to have a family that sticks together and helps each other out. And they are some really wonderful people, and I mean that most sincerely, and including our new family, our new in-laws, you know, Ned's entire family, Ned and Holly Grace, just wonderful people, and people I've never met. Denise and I definitely feel blessed for having gotten together with these people and become a part of their bigger family. So thanks for letting me share that, and uh, we're going to go on and try to uh, use my experience at this wedding to help you become healthier, and we're going to have to see how that goes. But I, I think I have some ideas to get a message across to you here. So I'm not going to do much in the way of self-promotion today because I spent so much time telling you about the wedding, but I will just say this. If you're at a point in your life where you're concerned about your health and you feel like a lot of things are just going wrong health-wise for you, or you think you just need to lose some weight from 5 to 100 pounds or more, and you want to get healthier doing it, which is the way to go, or you don't like taking all kinds of prescription drugs, and you understand the risks of quitting them, and you want some guidance to get healthy enough for your doctor to take them away safely, call my office for a consultation. It's only $75.00. It'll be the best money you ever spent. I can show you how you can become healthier for the rest of your life. Health that can be demonstrated in your blood work as well as how you feel. So there are things that will make you feel good temporarily, but when your blood health improves, that's when you know it's going to be a long-term solution. There's never any pressure to join any of our programs or our health restoration program in our office. But you need to be ready to make substantial changes in your life and uh, your lifestyle and your diet, really, for it to be successful. And that's why I don't pressure anybody. You need to be at that point in your life where you're ready to make the change. When you are, I can help you see the path. Without going down the path I took, which is straight as a crow flies, to get healthy, it took me a lot of experimentation One of these days, I'm going to tell you about an experiment that didn't go so well with my health, and I I learned a tough lesson from it, and uh, it has to do with iron in the the blood and ferritin in the blood. We're going to talk about that in one of the upcoming shows, but uh, I suffered a a health consequence because of pushing my little experiments with myself a little too far, but it's worth it because I can help a lot of other people with some really important information now. But uh, So if you want to come in for a consultation, uh, on your health, on your back, anything. Call Denise at 330-482-9550. That's 482-9550. And again, we've been in Columbiana for 33 years. So people ask me all the time, 
Is it really possible to become healthy? Can I really overcome my type 2 diabetes or my high blood pressure, you know, my high cholesterol, my high triglycerides? You know, my doctor isn't giving me a lot of hope on this. Are you sure there's a way to do this? Folks, I am absolutely certain, and it's not just me. The evidence is out there from other physicians as well. If you're willing to take the time and really dig and look for it, the, the new book that I'm working on is going to have a lot of references to this other material. So if you want to look it up, you can. If you want to simply take my word for it, I'll take you down the right path. But it's always good to read into things, too, and find the references on it because, you know, I don't like to take anything on pure faith. It's uh, I, I like to feel confident in that what I'm doing is grounded in something basic, something scientific, something that you can wrap your hands around and actually feel. And all of this stuff is, the, what I teach about diet is so well documented and so uh, well tested over the years that there's no question about it. I have yet to see a patient who goes down the path with a plant-based diet who genuinely works at it who does not improve. I've yet to see that. Everyone sees some kind of improvement and most see a lot of improvement. And so it's, it's built into us. This healing process is built into us. And if we're willing to apply what it takes to unleash it, to help it to blossom, it comes on automatically. You don't have to you don't have to search. You don't have to add, uh, you know, all kinds of different supplements willy-nilly in a way that you don't even really know, you know, whether it's going to make a difference in your health or not. You know, it may affect one little segment of your health picture, or most often it doesn't necessarily even make a big difference in how you feel when you take various supplements. And I have patients coming in taking eight or ten different supplements. It's ridiculous, folks. Your body has to deal with everything that you put into it. And it, it's not necessarily all positive. Just because you put a vitamin into your body that your body regularly uses does not mean it really needs it, or and it does not mean that it's going to go in and create good things without creating an extra burden on the body. Because everything you put into your body, every morsel of food, every sip of liquid, every bite, every vitamin, every drug, they all have an effect on your body either positive or negative. And I'll tell you that the biggest negative effect on the body truly is overfeeding. And when you overfeed it, you congest the tissues in your body, and then your body has a really hard time dealing with that uh, kind of a backup situation in the body where, you know, it can't even exchange fluids normally between the cells. And then you get this kind of a toxic mix of materials in those uh, intracellular fluids. And those cells are bathed in those fluids, and that's what creates either health or lack of health in your body's cells. So, you know, there's all this mystery about where disease comes from in the body. But when your body can't function efficiently, when the cells can't exchange fluids and nutrients efficiently and create the energy they need and, and get the energy they need from your blood, they're not going to work well, and the whole body's going to suffer. You're listening to Enjoy Incredible Health with Dr. David Vitko, and we're going to be back after the break, and we're going to go a little deeper into this. Thanks for listening. 
Welcome back to Incredible Health with Dr. David Vitko. Okay, we're back. And, um, you know, I want to start out with the quote of the day. And I, I really like using the quote of the day because um, it is, these are motivating to me even when I read them. And uh, today I'm going to bring you one out of the Bible again. It won't be every time out of the Bible, folks. There's a lot of really great quotes uh, all over the place. But uh, this one's out of the Bible, and it's from Matthew chapter 17, verses 20, 21. And uh, the quote is, Because you have so little faith, replied Jesus, I assure you that if you have as much faith as a grain of mustard seed, then you can say to this hill, get up and move over there, and it will move, and you will find nothing is impossible. However, this kind does not go out except by prayer and fasting. And, uh, you know, I like to use uh, Bible quotes sometimes to support what I'm saying about health and nutrition. And I can tell you that in my experience, the the idea that nothing is impossible with the human body, to me, is obvious. We all know people who have enjoyed miracles with their health. And so where does that come from? You know, why is it that one person suffers and dies from something and the next person miraculously turns around? You know, and and part of that may be a little bit of lucky coincidence of the way people eat or the way they live or some, you know, supplements they use or something. Maybe there's some combination that just kind of worked, clicked for them, and we really don't know why. But the fact is we have this ability to heal built into our body. It was placed there by God and holds all the power we need to heal and become whole. The key is to do it before you reach that crisis in health where you're swimming upstream. You know, when you get cancer or you get severe heart disease or you get, uh, you know, a terrible ulcer or something like that, then you have to really work just to get your head above water, just to get healthy enough to, to, to keep going But if we work ahead, if we, you know, if you're out there right now today and you're saying, oh, you know, I feel pretty good, that's the time to really start changing your diet because that's when phenomenal things can happen without you having to suffer through all the pain of disease and have to fight through that and maybe have to use drugs or if you decide to use chemotherapy or whatever, you know, I It just makes so much more sense to think ahead. You know, it takes me back to my Boy Scout days, which, you know, I wasn't the greatest scout on earth, and I'm sure my scoutmaster would, you know, vow for that. But, I, you know, I did learn a lot. And, you know, the one thing that stuck with me more than anything is the motto, be prepared. And if you truly do that, if you think ahead a little bit and plan, you don't have to suffer disease. You know, you can be healthy your whole life. So get to work eating the foods that create health in our body. Fruits, vegetables, melons, nuts, seeds, grains. Those are the things that are put here for us to thrive on. Yeah, we can survive on anything, just like the lowly mouse that can chew the plastic off your wires and survive somehow. You know, it's we have you can choose to survive or to thrive. And if you choose the right foods on a daily basis, you can thrive. And, you know, with me going to this wedding this last weekend, my health was in a spot where, 
You know, I could go and eat anything I wanted. I didn't have to think about it. I didn't have to worry about it. My health was so good. If I went for a few days and went off the deep end and ate things I shouldn't have, I, I probably wouldn't even have had a hiccup from it. And I did. I mean, I had a few beers, you know, on that trip because I was cel- I was celebrating. I mean, we all enjoyed our, our time together. But I didn't suffer from it. But if I was on the verge of an illness, I'd come back and get sick. There's no doubt about it. I've seen it happen. I've, it's happened to me in the past. But we can, if we plan ahead a little bit and we think a little bit and we use that brain that God gave us, and and just say, I don't want to be sick. I don't want to. I don't want to be part of this ugly scenario that happens. You know, when I get sick and then I I can't recover and then I end up dying young. You, know, you can choose, and if you are sick now, you can do tremendous things to reverse that situation. You know, you still do what your doctor tells you, but on the back end, you can certainly work on your a better diet. And when you do an improved diet and you eat the foods we were designed to thrive on, your health will come back. I've seen it many times, and I've seen people come back from things that you would think they don't have a chance. So... You know, I mentioned Rush Limbaugh, uh, you know, about this top secret meeting he had a couple weeks ago. And I know this is going to tick a few people off, but I don't care. I I really have this bad habit of saying what's on my mind. And uh, so here's the first thing that will probably make some of you dislike me. But I like Rush Limbaugh. He understands politics and what's really going on in this country in Washington, D.C. The problem I have with his show is that people take it too seriously all the time. You know, we all get caught up. He Rush is one of these people that draws us into this never-ending, never-changing soap opera we call the American political scene. We all get caught up in things that we can't change. If you would devote half as much attention to your diet, and thus your health, as you spend worrying about what those clowns in D.C. are doing every day, we could be the healthiest people on the face of the earth within a few months. Just a few months? It's all it takes. Devotion for a few months. The faith of a mustard seed. It's all it takes. You step out, you take that risk, and you start to work on your diet. Do it today. Do it this week. Try this week. You know, try, you know, keeping your dietary intake of meats or cheeses or sugars or things to just one of your meals a day. And limit that and keep it to a small portion. And you'll see dramatic change just from that. Add lots of vegetables into your meals. That itself can make a huge difference. But when you start eating fully in the way that we're designed to, and you you can start out with that one meal a day, one meatless, you can start out with one meatless meal a day, basically, and then try to gradually change. And you'll see that you don't necessarily need meat in your meals. You know, I... I'm completely satisfied. I had uh, I ate fish twice while I was away in Florida. I love Florida, and I love fish down there. Fresh fish can't get any fresher. And uh, but I only did it twice because I really only felt like I wanted it twice. I wasn't totally drawn to it like I used to be. I'd eat it every meal when I was down there in the past. So, but I was completely satisfied, and I didn't feel deprived at all. So you get to that point. If you, if you work at it. So all it takes is, you know, just changing your attitude a little bit, changing your focus. Focus is huge. 
And in a couple of weeks when I have William Anderson on, he's going to talk about that. You know, like for people that need to lose weight, it better be your main focus. If it's not your main focus, you're going to be frustrated and it's not going to be successful. Make it your main focus and keep it your main focus until you reach that goal that you're looking for. So, you know, I made a real effort really in the last couple of months to decrease the amount of time I spend listening to news and things like Rush Limbaugh and other talk shows and things. Those things just get me riled up and they they get me stressed out. And again, they're all things that I can't control, you know, and I decreased my television viewing in general significantly, which there were nights I'd come home after dinner and I'd I'd get home at 8 o'clock or something from the office and I'd eat dinner and I'd sack out on the couch and watch a couple shows that let my brain go numb, basically, because all I was doing was watching a program. But I can tell you since I've cut back on that, since I've cut back on all television, all news, and all these stupid things that Hollywood wants us to be focused on, I sleep better. I'm much more at ease. I'm much less stressed. And when I do see those things, I see them in the light that I want to see them in. And most of the time I kind of chuckle at it because I know they're trying to change my focus and they're trying to suck me into this this black hole that they want us all to be live a certain way, be a certain type of person, things like that. And it's not going to help you physically or emotionally to do that. It's not going to make your life better. You have the power to make your life better. Work on your diet. Get away from the television. Find some enlightening books, good things to read, or work in your garden. I'm thrilled. My asparagus has been coming. We're eating asparagus every day now. I have lettuce planted. I'm going to plant some other plants this week. A garden is healing in many ways. And so to get your hands in the dirt, it's a good thing. So, uh, you know, that's just my little tip to you and ways that you can help decrease your stress. But speaking of stress, so many people have trouble sleeping because they're stressed out. And I'm going to give you something right now that can help. You know, I was at a, a movie premiere not long ago, and there there was a physician there, and somebody asked something about sleep. And the answer, I thought, was really incomplete. There's so many things you can do to help your sleep. You know, make sure the room's good and dark. Make sure there's no blinking lights in your room. I Sometimes I'll come in a room at night, and, uh, you know, my wife will have her phone plugged in, and there's a little blinking light. And you think maybe you can't see that, or maybe it's dark. But that gets your attention. It's got your brain's attention during the night, even with your eyes closed. You know, shut off all the blinking lights, get away from the computers, you know, don't look at your computer an hour at least before you go to sleep. And then I have this little trick that I came up with because I do occasionally wake up at night with my mind racing. And I think this is a problem for a lot of people over 50 or 60 years old, particularly. But it's going to sound crazy to you, I'm sure, but it really works for me, so maybe it'll help you. And it costs you nothing, so it's worth trying. So to get back to sleep, get in a comfortable position, close your eyes, and with your eyes closed, look slightly upward while you're focusing on nothing. So I'm not telling you to empty your mind. That's really almost impossible to do, unless... You focus on something. 
And for me, I found that if I truly focus on nothing, it sounds very strange, but if you try it, I think you'll many of you will be able to do it. And without fail, every time I do this, I fall asleep within five minutes, and I'm back to a good deep sleep. So I find it best to lay on my back with my neck kind of bent back over the pillow a little bit, nice neutral position for your spine, for your neck, and you just, and this is actually a meditation technique to close your eyes and to look upward slightly, or I think sometimes they say look at the 11 o'clock position on the clock or something. And, but to me, if I look upward slightly, I, I just seem to be in a more relaxed state. And if I really get my mind focused on nothing, I'm good. Now, here's how I got started on that. The first thing I focused on was an empty cardboard box. I had a picture of a cardboard box in my mind, and so that was my rendition of nothing. Now I leave the box out of it, and it's just like uh, I focus on empty space. I know it sounds crazy, and there's some people out there going, this guy's an idiot. (laughs) But I promise you it works. And if you try it, I want to hear from some of you in the future, and you just lay there, and if you truly focus on nothing, nothing else will go through your mind. And it'll allow your mind to relax, and you'll get back to sleep quickly. So that's my tip for the day, and I, I well, tip for the week. And I hope you all try it. I really do think it'll help you out. <clears throat> so I want to teach you some other valuable information here before the show ends today. We have about uh, five minutes or ten minutes left. So I want to use my daughter's wedding as a teaching moment to help all of you see a way to be healthy while still enjoying life and enjoying food and particularly food we probably shouldn't eat all the time, but once in a while doesn't hurt. So I've adapted to a way of living and eating that allows me to feel good and look as good as I can for a 60-year-old guy. And when you, I'll, the one of the pictures I'll put on my website is a picture of um, me walking my daughter down the aisle. And I, I think you'll see that for 60 years old, I, even I think I look halfway decent, and I'm not going to go beyond that. But, you know, I've been told that I, I look younger than my years. And we all have our moments when we look younger or older. But I do believe without a shadow of a doubt that what we eat has a huge influence on our skin texture, on the smoothness of our skin, of our muscle tone. If you do just a little bit of exercise, doesn't have to be a lot. But the way you get to this point is not to be an idiot about it and jump off the deep end and, and you know, go, well, I'm going to be perfect in a week or two weeks. It's not going to happen. It's a gradual process. It's taken you years to get to where you are. I know. I was into the doldrums of health. I was in the worst health I could be for the last 20 years, basically. And so how do I expect that a lifetime of 30 or 40 years of wrong eating and poor lifestyle, how do I expect to be healthy and look good? And how do I expect to turn that around on a dime? It's not going to happen. We have this miraculous healing ability within us, but it takes time. You know, I'm going to be posting some um, podcasts, some video podcasts on my website here soon that are going to spell out why it takes time 
You're listening to Enjoy Incredible Health with Dr. David Vitko. We'll be back in just a few minutes to finish up. Thanks so much for listening, folks. Welcome back to Incredible Health with Dr. David Vitko. Okay, we're going to talk just for a few minutes here before the end of the show about eating and traveling, eating healthfully when you travel. So uh, Nisi and I left for Florida early Thursday morning a week ago, and um, we took some fruit with us, both in our carry-on bags and uh, a little extra for the room. And, you know, I've traveled often, folks, and when I do, uh, if I fly somewhere, a lot of times I'll stop at a, uh, you know, one of the marts on the way. Uh, to the hotel, and I'll pick up some fruit and nuts or something like that. If you go to my Facebook page, Dr. David Vitko Facebook, and you scroll down, it's probably way down there now, but uh, I have pictures of, you know, the things that I'll buy. I'll stop and buy some apples, some bananas, some oranges maybe, depending on what's in season, and a little can of nuts. And instead of eating at the hotel uh, restaurant, which, uh, you know, often is not the best, you know, I'll have some good, healthy food with me. So then, so like for the wedding, we had things planned every night. We had a dinner planned every night. So I planned for that. During the day, I tried to eat as healthfully as I could during the day. And, uh, you know, we hung around the pool. It was at a, a resort. Well, the wedding wasn't, but we stayed at a resort-type hotel. Beautiful pool, tiki bar, nice restaurants, all that stuff. They had a little snack bar. And, uh, you know, there's good and bad things about those hotels. Like this was at a Hilton. And I, I love Hilton's, but, you know, can't they have water in the room for less than $8 a bottle? You know, if there's one thing I really could use on my trip when I stay at a hotel, it's bottled water because I drank some out of the faucet, and inevitably they all taste like chlorine. And I understand, you know, they need chlorine to keep the water, you know, clean and keep the bacteria count down and all, but, man, I don't like the taste. I don't know about you. So I would love to have a bottle of water in the room, but I'm not paying eight bucks for a bottle of water that I can get for a dollar here, you know, and maybe I'm showing my age or, you know, where I was raised, but uh, a buck's worth more than that to me. So, you know, I waited until I got out to a local drugstore and picked up, you know, some bottles of water and put that in the refrigerator there. And so we had some, but, you know, so the other good thing, and maybe a bad thing about the hotels is their their food and coffee and things are so expensive. You know, at this one, uh, I would get up every morning and walk down to the beach. It was a couple miles to the beach from the hotel. And uh, usually I'd walk a couple miles on the beach and then two miles back. So I'd get five to six miles of a walk in every day. And uh, you know, one morning I managed to get up early enough to catch the sunrise, which to me is an ethereal experience. I don't know how you feel about the ocean, but someday I want to live by the ocean because I love it. But that walk sets a precedent for the day and gets my metabolism going. Hey, we'll be, we're done today. I'll talk to you next week. It's Dr. David Vitko. Thanks for listening.